Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hello. What's up, Mike? How you doing? I like your view. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, man, it's getting like brighter and brighter out. Gorgeous sunset. What's I'm, uh, I'm okay. This is a podcast. Good. <laughs> What's going on with the cone? Oh, uh, the cone is marking my uh, septic uh, system. So that uh, that yeah, that's happening right now too. We we don't have a backup or a frozen septic right now, but we did last weekend. So. And most of Saturday thawing out uh, my septic line to the leach field. Uh, so it's like an annual event, isn't it now? Pretty much. It, it has become, yeah, third annual. Yeah. Third annual um, drink a beer while you thaw out the shitter line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, did you just, did you tease me with the picture? Cause I only got the, the half of the bottleneck in the picture. Yeah, I wanted to uh, keep uh, keep you keep you on edge. How right do you keep now. it? How do you keep an idiot in suspense? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah, not with me. So let let's let's do this for the audience because we have really no structure to this today. We don't know where this may go or may not go. We might just sit here and drink beer and, and shoot the shit. But um, I got a couple things we could talk about. But I wanted to possibly we'll share and you you shared one with me too so we'll throw some things out but for the for the purpose of today we're just kind of uh, just kind of winging it um you're you said you're you're lacking in creativity and i'm kind of mentally spent from a week uh, a good week positive week but i'm i'm uh, I'm, I'm i'm drained so uh, with that in mind hold on <laughs> yeah First one of the week. Salute. 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 Oh, that a boy. Uh, so that's uh, we'll, we'll, what would what you would would you just crack? That'll give it. That'll get us. Okay. Started. Well, <laughs> see, I have in the fridge. I have uh, a couple, two, a couple of two different types of old standbys. Uh, what I'm in, what I decided to go with because this is the first beer of the week, and I needed something a little potent. The uh, the original Stone IPA. Ooh, going back to the grassroots. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not a. No, somebody calling you, I bet. No, no, oh, it did I, little, a little glitch out there. You broke up. Yeah. So yeah, I went to, of course there is a little story around this. Robin went out Saturday. I think it was, I think it might've been sat. Yeah, it was Saturday uh, later in the day. And her and Bella were out doing something, running errands. Um, and I had, I went up to Pemberton and I did my last, I did a loop up there and I brought a beer and I had a beer when I was done. It was my last beer. So long story short, she went out and got beer and she went to uh, Quick Trip, which, which usually always has uh, modern time or not modern times, uh, Mother Road Tower Station. Uh, and she, uh, they didn't have it. So she, I said, just give me something. And she brought back, brought back a stone IPA. And you can't really go wrong with that. The other no. is, it was either that, or I could have had a, a coarse, uh, uh, yellow jacket. <laughs> so either one, I couldn't have gone bad, but I wanted no. something potent. That, yeah, yeah. You got to treat yourself after a, a long week, especially first beer of the, the week too. That's a, that's perfect. That, that's what I would have choose if I were you. I did What's choose uh, yellow jackets while I was uh, 
running the jet head on Saturday afternoon. Um, there was, there was a, a little bit of day drinking cause yeah, when you're dealing with that, you know, I think you, you, you earn it. <laughs> so, um, yellow jackets on a, on a nice, it was a gorgeous sunny Saturday here. Um, so I had, I had a few yellow jackets during that job, <clears throat> but right, right now I, uh, I grabbed a six pack and I thought I knew what I was buying, but just when I uh, crack this open, it's, it's different than I, what I thought. <laughs> so um, it's just, that's just par for course right now. Just going with this week's theme, right. <laughs> but it's not a bad deal. I thought I was getting uh, the shoots um, brewery out of Oregon and mm-hmm. Oregon. Um, I thought I was getting their Butte Porter, which this time of year, I, I would definitely will at least grab a six pack at some point. Just cold, cold winter evenings here. Nights are still pretty long, um, especially after just splitting wood and stuff. A, a nice porter can go a long ways. But <laughs> this is their uh, stout. So obsidian stout, which is really good too. So um, what was this? Obsidian. A B O B O B S I D I A N. Am I saying that right? I don't know, but where? Obsidian. I never heard of it. Where is it out of? Is it Colorado? No, it's um Bend, Oregon. Deschutes. Oh, so oh, it, it, it's it's still at the shoots. Yeah, it's still the shoots. Um, it's just not their porter. It's their stout. I wonder what that means. I will uh, when I Google it when we're done, I'll uh. I'll send you what that means. That's interesting because I, I, you said Obsidian. I was thinking, oh, that's an interesting brewery. And I know you'd said the shoots, but um, there's always a little story behind all these, which is interesting. So I'll, 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 uh, yeah, I'll do some googling on that. Do some sleuthing, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looking up beers aren't. That's always a fun little research. But yeah, it's award-winning ale of the ages. Um, Six point four percent. So nice. Can't. Can't be mad at that. So no. yeah, bold stout, seemingly infinite layers to experience an award-winning ale for all ages. So that sounds so divine. It is. It really hit the spot. It was a good, good ending to the day there. So timbers sacked out behind me. So we 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 had a good solid afternoon outside. So did uh did awesome. timber. Did Timber get a little bit of a you know, a little bit of whiff of that? Huh? Did you give her a little a little nip on that? <laughs> Not yet. A little too young still. <laughs> no, I I gave her a little like you know the little you know you're drinking a can. This is a bottle, so. But uh, she, I, I forget what it was a hoppy hoppy brew, and she got in and just started licking like the top little dribble there that that sits on top of the can and. Uh, it was like you could see like her eyes just like this is this is awesome so na- and then after that she yeah, yeah see there you go there you go talking about you after that she actually it was it was an empty can but she started kicking it around and just trying to you know get that last little drop out it was, it was a pretty funny scene on the deck that day that's <laughs> so, awesome yeah i got a drinking buddy we uh <laughs> I was driving Elena and her friend to soccer practice yesterday and uh, we drove past a, uh, it was, it must've been, yeah, it was a sign. It was a sign on the road about like a CBD sign uh, and uh, like a, an advertisement for a CBD uh, dispensary store. Um, and she's like, dad, dad, look at that CBD. I'm like, yeah, there I, and ironically, that day or the day before, I read that, you know, since uh, recreational marijuana became legal here after in November because yep. of the vote. Uh, from what I heard is that they're going to be it's going to be available uh, within the next week or two. I thought it was going to be till, not till March, but I guess uh, I guess they're going to be able to sell it in certain places come come the next week. We'll say by the beginning of February and uh I, I told Elena that she's like, oh, we should get Bear some. You know, he really likes the weed. I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if he does. I don't know if he likes the weed. 
uh, I didn't. She's like, that was a fun. That was a that was an exciting fun uh, little event we had in San Diego. That I'm like, no, no, really, yeah. and that was kind of stressful. It was really. Yeah, she's like, what's? I knew he was fine. Once we found out what it was, he was fine. I'm like, yeah, but there was a good 20, 30 minutes that we didn't know what the hell was going on. But uh, yeah, well, I don't. I don't, it, I don't it think it is like the. It it can be toxic to to dogs and to animals, you know, and it in extreme doses i guess and you don't know exactly what he ingested so yeah that could have yeah. it could have gone sideways you know it's fun to look back on and laugh now but yeah it's you know a dog especially that body size and stuff too like <laughs> he yeah, went for he went shit. for a ride but it could have yeah it could have gone south pretty fast there yeah i mean it was it was what what that was six almost seven months ago six months ago so he was he was just a puffer i mean he was only tiny he was yeah. only four months old, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that hit yep. him. It was funny though, dude. Just to see, uh, <laughs> but in any event, maybe, so. maybe like a full spectrum CBD. You know, maybe just if he needs a fix, that maybe that would be all right. <laughs> maybe help him help him sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah. I'll walk into the the dispensary i'm like yo listen my dog my dog's jones and man what can i get <laughs> well don't laugh though they'll, they'll point you over to the dog section i'm sure um, i'm sure yeah yeah there's uh i know our our pet food store here has just like a straight up cbd no thc yeah. but yeah. they they pretty much say like if you if you think you need something a little more then you know they gave me directions to the dispensary on the other side of town. So, but the and other sure, side of the other sure side enough, of town, like, like the, the, yeah, the other across side, the, the other side of the only uh, stoplight, yeah, <laughs> AKA great. at the end of my road, right, point yeah. one miles away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so so what's so you you, you thought about the stewardship uh i put i put like stewardship slash volunteering uh i i know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask that how is the ricky gates book being uh did you get that yet did you started that we did not we actually um another book you know we started just because we have it was um qb1 which i think robin recommended that mm -hmm. for tanner um so we are in, in starting that one up right now, but I think our follow-up will be the Ricky Gates. Okay. So we'll, read. we'll hold, we'll hold that off. I think that'll be a fun one. Uh, the other thing I had, the original one, like I texted, I was listening to a podcast today, yesterday, yesterday. And it was, you know, it was talking about goals, you know, setting goals, the whole goal setting process. Uh, and I, you know, you and I've had the conversation. I take a little bit of a different slant on that, but the other thing that I wrote down a while ago and I was just reviewing my notes before we jumped on, um, luck talking about luck. Okay. Um, so what you want to give that a whirl and see where we go with that? Because yeah. I, I, so pop the know, cap on that one. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll dive into that because, uh, and I'll, I'll kind of lay the foundation because it's something that I had on my mind. Uh, so it, it, it was, it was, you know, birthed, if you will, from again, another uh, audio or podcast I was listening to is that you know, people ask, you know, what, you know, what do you attribute to your success? And you, know, you go through these days and there's always a little bit of luck. There's always a little bit of luck. There's always a little bit of luck. And it could be, you know, there's sometimes it's bad luck and sometimes it's good luck. So I'll start this off by asking you, do you believe in luck, Bri? Yeah, I've, I definitely do. You know, just up at the top of my head without thinking about it, because then I'd probably contradict myself. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of the, the sliding door topic and, you know, how much how much of that, you know, that perspective on the events in your life and situations and stuff like you can view a lot of that stuff as as luck as well can you can't is so it i, is, is I it think luck can go ahead yeah yeah well i think you can view as you know two paths crossing at that exact moment in time 
and then having a total different outcome after that uh, crossing, you know, that could, some people may view that as, as luck, you know, and just being lucky to make that choice. And, you know, you miss, you miss the bus. So you got to walk, you know, to your destination, which can be unlucky, but then, you know, you meet your, your future wife, soon to be wife after, you know, by doing that walk to your destination. So I don't, I don't know. That could be, so it, it could be viewed as a lot of things, but it could be, yeah, luck, this, luck could be one of them. I like where this is going because we could, we could do kind of like a little high school debate here and the pro and the con of it. Right. And you could, you could certainly take, uh, uh you could take the, the stance of being pro luck and not that I'm staying, I, I'm against it or anything like that, but just like you said, your first reaction was, yes, you believe it. But the more I've thought about this over the years, right. And I, I you know, I, I like to use the word fortune rather than luck. It was good fortune, not good luck, but is it, and why, why I question it and, you know, and why I asked you, is it really luck? Right. And going back to that sliding door, uh-huh. it's so We'll take we'll take meeting that wife scenario. Take your sliding door, and my answer to the sliding door question was me coming out here, making that decision that to come out here, and part of that decision was meeting Robin. You know, um, having the girls, and that whole that whole next stage of my life took effect or took you know it, it took off. Right? Yep. Was it was it luck that I moved out here and I met Robin? Well, some people say, yeah, it's lucky. Right place at the right time, right? But think of it this way. Put this perspective on it. And it, it, again, I was, I was offered an opportunity to come out here. Was that luck? Well, I believe it was because of the hard work that I put into it and I've earned that position now. Yeah, it could have been lucky that we had the right people at the right time. And all these things fall on the plate, but I think I created that opportunity, right? Things certainly, I, I fell into some good fortune. I'm, and was it lucky that I was at that one bar and Robin was at that, that, or is that I view it as I made that choice to do that? To, I made that choice to go to that place. So I put myself in. Yeah, you, you made the choice to stand on top of the bar table and i didn't stand on top of the bar table just let's be clear (laughs) i was on the makeshift dance floor at least from what i remember i I, I was way off i was way off apologize apologize some shirts being ripped and stuff i don't know but anyway (laughs) was that luck though was that luck that you had that many uh beers consumed at that point of time and caused attention so well yeah was that luck or is that was that just your determination for the day and all your hard work that you put into that during well, the i guess game? i would tell you that what was probably <laughs> it was probably either good luck or complete sanity and robin's part give or take there that uh after seeing me and witnessing the so that was I'm lucky that she's still with me and she, she yeah, exactly. So I, you are, so therefore, <laughs> God damn, I should have been a debater in high school. Look at this. So yeah, bears on board, the same thing. But that's actually, it's funny that. that we come back to that because, you know, you know, is think about some of the situations and I encourage the people out there to think about, you know, some of the, some some of those sliding door moments that we talked about a few weeks ago, those points in time that you had to make a decision and you ended up making decisions and it led you down another path. You know, from where you are in your life, it could be a great spot or it could be your 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 changes. The reason why you're in this spot now was it because luck, fortune, choice? You know, I think it's a combination of the above. But I mean, a huge, humongous lottery. If you get that, and somebody actually won, I think one of them yesterday or today or something like that. So was it lucky? Was that person lucky that they? pick those numbers or if they chose them randomly 
you know, is that luck? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's debatable on both sides because that person could have went in there and actually chose those numbers. Now, was it, was it luck that he or she chose those specific numbers? Or maybe it was the same numbers that person's been playing consecutively or consistently over the course of 10 years that had finally hit. Or was it that person that went in randomly and, and just grabbed that ticket? Well, yeah, it could be viewed as luck, but that random ticket, maybe it was that it was that person's choice to go into that store at that particular time. And, and rather than put in numbers, that person just selected, you know what, let me draw those numbers randomly. So, you know what I'm saying? Is there some premeditative or non premeditative subconscious or conscious thought that helps us get to that point of luck? Yeah. I mean, well, you take that scenario or any of the, the luck in quotes and you go, you know, you, we can take this whole, whole right. level of like, you know, divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is like, you know, you, we could go really deep down. Let's do it with that. And if like everything is, you know, predetermined somehow in some way, you know, this was all, this is, you're just, you're just living through the plan really. So this, you know, there's, you could take that if you don't want to go with the, the good old lucky boy kind of scenario, you know, is there a, a deeper meaning to how everything evolves in your world and then meshes with other people around you within their world and their, you know, predetermined story as, as they move along? Yeah, I mean, that's, you're, so, you're, that kind of could get into the whole spiritual, spirituality conversation, right? And, and God or mm-hmm. Buddha or whatever it is that you may or may not believe in, because like you said, is, is our, our paths and our journey are already pretty much uh, 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 preordained for us. And we're just kind of living them out. And, uh, yep. you know, there's, yep. there's, there's this is my counter will, you know, because if, you know, easy, uh, the whole free will thing, you know, be okay. Is, is you, you talk about was COVID part of the plan? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. When, yeah. Oh, it's just a chapter, you know, it's, it's like, okay, this is, this is the chapter, you know, I'm always saying, you know, like, oh, this is a great chapter right now. Like, oh, like, sorry, all these unfortunate events just happened to you, but that this is going to make a great story in, in this chapter. Absolutely. You know, so I, that's how I kind of, I guess, have view things mainly because, you know, just bringing it back to my, my pap app, he, you know, he hardcore Presbyterian, but his view or his story was always, you know, God has a book and everybody's name is in that book. And there is a date and a time next to that name. And that's, you know, pretty much the end of your story. There, so that's, you know, there's, there's a, everybody's got a date yep. and a time. And there's, there's, so, and it's how, I believe how do you live there's it out? A, a large part of truth to that. But there's also, there's, there's, I guess, a question that I have, you know, and there's a, argument i guess right and we'll we'll kind of open this up and we'll be we'll be transparent here you know you you know that i started i helped start that foundation uh, for pediatric cancer several years ago right so what's the game plan when you know a six seven year old kid gets diagnosed with stage four cancer and has six months to live and and dies you know i that that's that's those types of things are in my mind that okay they're I thoroughly believe there is a lesson there for the parents, right? For those involved, everybody that that affected, right? There's there's a lesson, right? There's something we take from that. But do you think that lesson could have been learned in some way by this poor youth? And that's just one example. There's there's millions of them. But, you know, I mean, we, we you know, where where's where's the luck involved with that? I'm sure the parents aren't sitting there and saying, Hey, I'm so lucky that, you know, my kid was diagnosed with cancer and didn't live past the age of 12. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right? a hard one to to accept. I think with death, just in general, I mean, it's, I don't know, anytime a loved one passes, it's hard, it's really hard to take that stance of, well, you know, this is, this is a lesson I learned on that one. And, you know, the, the grieving process, all the stages of the grieving process, you know, there's, you're, you're pissed off, you know, and then you're in denial and then there's acceptance, you know, on, I'm, I, I'm really hacking that. You're whole making the point. Stage though. We get it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's really hard at any point, I think for, for the loved ones to, you know, look at it with that view, but yeah, it's, it can be, you know, the bad things happen for good reasons, but it, it will usually take a good long while for, for that good to, to surface and really make sense, I think, to others. Yeah. And the great, I mean, the grieving process is so, different for everybody too. There's, there's a, a guy that I, I kind of follow, listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if, I think you, but I don't know if you are familiar with him, but he says this thing, you know, yeah. for example, like, and he says it about himself, but you, you take like the Prince example when Prince passed away. Uh, Kobe Bryant a year ago, right? Uh, you know, you and, and Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. says, you know what, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm out there and people know me, but you take a you take a Kobe Bryant who got, you know, it's a tragic situation. It's unfortunate, but you know, how quickly did we re- we go from that tragedy to the next thing? I mean, how long do we how long do we sit and reside in that place, like when a Kobe B- Bryant passes away and and we're on to the next thing. Now we might not ever forget that, you know, but we move on. It's it's on to the next it's on to yeah. the next thing. And the grieving the grieving is is for for the most part, I think. I think for the most part the grieving is is really short lived and then we move on. Now in some instances it's a little bit different that people hold on to that and they hold on to it for probably maybe too long. But uh you know, that's I don't know how we got here from luck, but I like where we're going. I like how we're I mean, it's topics we haven't talked about yet. And I think this is, this is interesting. Yeah. 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 It's, it's things, uh, things can change quickly here in a, with the topic wise, but yeah, it's, you know, it's attention span, I think. And it's, it's how close, you know, celebrities and bigger names and everything are, are different than immediate sure. family and, you know, everything like that, you know, like Kobe Bryant's wife right now is still Absolutely. probably, especially as this is year anniversary and everything. But I mean, even with me personally right now, just plowing all winter and then like driving by my buddy mm-hmm. Bruce's house, you know, it, you know, I'm think I'm in one of those stages now to where I'm, I'm just sad, <laughs> I guess when, um, just going by just simply driving by his house on, on the plow routes and everything it's, and you know, th- his house has sold, there's new people in it and everything. I think that's, that was, you know, it, it was, that kind of made it officially end of a chapter for, for me. Do you think um, you've gotten closure? So I, um, uh-huh. no, not, no. No, that's <laughs> I don't well. I mean, so. it's still a lot too. So, I mean, it's what and, cause in May. Yeah, since May, June, six, six, seven months, seven months now, a little over seven. Um, and that's a long, you know, that's not a long time when you're when you're talking about. I think the grieving process and stuff like that. I mean, still my grandparents and like you know, even just our dog Chassie is still even though we got a four month old pup here, it's still it's good. It's filling void, but it's still like on a daily day, yeah, right? Good cue. Well, good cue on that one. It's, it's funny he's barking in the background because you know on Facebook you get those memories that pop up. And I think it was it was one day this week there was a, a memory that popped up of Jack, our old our Siberian husky. All, all curled up on the oh, couch yeah, yeah, that yeah. popped up, and I saw that. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I miss him. I miss him. I mean, I miss Granby, who's been yeah. gone for hell a decade plus, I think. You know, and it's, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's th- those. I don't, I don't want people to take offense to this, but they're they're animals. They're not human beings, and not not 
take anything away from that. They are part of the family, but I would think, I believe, and I've experienced it, the loss of a human being is a hell of a lot more dramatic and and, and emotional than the, the loss of, of an animal. It sucks, don't get me wrong, but um, but it's still sad. It's still sad. Uh, so, yeah, that that's that's. Oh yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I still think about you know my my grandparents. You know, um, you know, yeah. it's not on the top of mind, but there's there's like you driving you driving by Bruce's house. There's there's things that trigger our our memory, um, and 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 the memory there there. It's always a good memory too, right? You you think that? I mean, I I, I do it at least once a week. There's there's some thought of one of my grandparents, and I'm like, and I smile. Um, and I I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that you have that reaction. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's that sadness that you experience going by Bruce's, but hopefully that leads to like a happy memory that becomes something. Yeah. 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 There's definitely, I think reflection for the next half mile plowing (laughs) after that, you know, it just kind of, there's a empty kind of feeling, I think. And then there that, that lately has just turns into, and it's, you know, with same thing with mainly my grandparents as well. If, uh, you know, it's like a empty feeling of, you know, once that thought, comes into mind but then it's filled with reflection and you know looking back on on good times um and it just kind of you know ends on a happy note i guess rather than just the loss and the suffering and all that kind of that comes with with the grieving and everything well uh, you you as you were talking you said oh you know that next half a mile so uh, let's change directions because there was another thing that I thought of when you said that, that is triggering me to circle back with another topic that I had written down. Uh, but for, for you, you know, you spend a considerable amount of time by yourself. Right. So, true. and <laughs> I mean, I don't do as much as you do as far as alone time, but you know, when I'm out, in the hills and the trails and stuff that's my alone time i spend a lot of alone time here when i'm working but you know i got either the girls next door and even when you're in school normally i'm here by myself but i'm involved in calls and there's a lot of nonsense going on but the, the yeah. talking point of me bringing this up is that again another podcast and it was a to, it was a impact theory podcast uh tom bill you you know what i'm talking okay. about so this is a while ago I wrote this down, but the, the question that somebody asked or was proposed or was proposed and, and they were digging into it is how do you feel about yourself when you are by yourself? <laughs> and so it's like on a daily basis. I mean it cha- it changes it changes. You know? it, I mean that I, I that's why I wrote it down because I thought that was it was such a good question. And I'm like, holy crap. I mean, how, how do I feel? I mean, what, okay. How do I feel? How do I feel about myself when I'm by myself? How do I feel about myself when I'm around other people? You know, I, I guess I really, I really haven't really, I haven't really thought about it with respect to, how do I feel when, about myself when I'm around other people? I really reflect on that when I'm by myself, you know, how, how am I feeling about yeah. me when I'm alone? Cause I mean, I don't, I mean, does that make sense? Cause I, I, I just, I don't think about, I don't think about yeah. me and how I feel when I'm around other people, but when I'm by myself, I think that gives me the opportunity to dig into how I feel about myself. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, you got nothing else to do pretty much. Like if you're isolated and not interacting or, you know, on a phone call or emails and stuff like that, like you, you're kind of, you know, you're stuck with yourself, you know, and that's, you got to learn. I think you got to be, you you almost have to learn. It's a learning process to be comfortable Mm, in that situation. Um, because a lot of people, I think, avoid 
avoid that scenario all in all, you know, they're seeking, seeking other people out. Like, Hey, you know, and then the, the, you know, the introverts and the extroverts. And I think, and, and, cause I've thought about this before, cause I can't figure out what I am. You know, some people are like, Oh, I am extrovert. Like I need people around. I need that stimulant around like just of interaction. Then you find other people. And I've, I, I definitely know plenty of both sides and then there are other people that you know like nope not not going there not gonna do that like too many people around like if you want to go somewhere you know like somebody wants to just go out on a a bike or a trail run you know that's that's your best bet to hang out with those people but i am i think i'm i'm probably i would consider myself Mm -hmm. both i was gonna say um yeah and whether it's a 50 50 I think every day it may fluctuate one side or the other, but I'm like the most extrinsically introvert person maybe I know. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I need, if I'm around a lot of people for a long time, then I need that, you Break, know, yeah. long day on the trail or just a long day plowing to almost recharge and then I can come back and, you know, and, but then vice versa. Like if I'm out for a long time, which I've been solo, like multiple days solo, and then I'm seeking social interaction or being around the people that I enjoy, you know, interacting with. So it, it kind of, I, I think I'm both, both of those sides. Um, but how I view myself would be, would be interesting mainly because I'm just mainly looking at like an average day, let's say, and it's just me at work, but I'm viewing what I'm doing and the job I'm doing. I'm, I'm viewing that as how other people are going to have opinions on that job that I'm doing, you know, like, so, so for example, like just like plowing and we've had high winds and snow here lately so if I'm not out there at a certain point of time and having roads cleared up, you know, by the time people are leaving for work, if there's a mess out there with snow and drifts and roads are closed, then that's, I'm, I'm concerned with how that's a personal reflection mm-hmm. on myself. So the job I'm doing all day, uh, definitely I worry about how people are viewing my work and my product like, at the end of that job. So uh, that, that kind of sucks, <laughs> but it keeps me motivated and it keeps me moving, I guess. Um, and, you know, usually by the end of the day, when I call it, like I'm usually good with where I'm at and what I've done for the day. So, but I'm not having anybody. That's the tricky part. I don't have anybody lining out my work at the beginning of the day, checking in on me, and then reviewing what I did at, at closing time, you know? So it's, it's all self-driven, self-motivated, but all that motivation is from mm-hmm. other people's opinions and their perspectives. Lots to unpack there. Lots to unpack there. Uh, <laughs> really good stuff. So that day, day, day in the life well, of Brian the, the, right there. The one thing, the, the, the isolation part right and i i started thinking about uh you know what's the one thing most people do when they get into the they get into the car and start driving yes seatbelt starting the engine yes i get all that but what's the one thing they the 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 one particular thing you think i'm thinking about they do start (laughs) they shouldn't be (laughs) but that's that's (laughs) a relevant point no they turn on the radio Turn on the radio. You can't be yeah, alone yeah. with your thoughts. You can't be alone with your own thoughts. You can't sit yep. there with yourself and start thinking about how you feel about yourself, right? Um, so, yep. so that's that's one thing I thought about. And and you know, so a quick side ahead, story yeah. off that though. Um, w- when I was in college, I viewed, I viewed my, uh, you know, this was during CDs, um, Com- compact disc. So I had compact disc. Come come back this for for all you young young folk out there maybe <laughs> listening. 
<laughs> so I had a huge book. It literally like if you sat it down on the passenger seat, like if if it was these days, it would start triggering the uh, seatbelt <laughs> alarm. Great. Because it, it like the, the truck thought yeah, there was yeah, a person yeah. sitting there. Like it was that big. It was that big. But I called that my book of Novocaine. Interesting. Um, and that kind of started when I drove, did my first cross country trip. Um, I loaded up because I was driving from Pennsylvania all the way to Yosemite. So I wanted a, a case of Novocaine because as long as I had that book of CDs and music, then that just made everything better. And whatever kind of pain I was in from driving long hours and kind of literally just being mm -hmm. stuck with myself, as long as I had music, then that would take all the pain away. So, and that's, how, that's, that's kind of how I view music and podcasts now in, it's in vehicles. A, it's an escape. Absolutely. So. It's an escape. And, you know, there's other ways to escape, obviously, but, um, I think podcasts have a little bit of a different twist. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, podcast I, I view as something to learn from and grow from. And to, yes, of course, to entertain you. And I think music is doing the same way. Uh, and I guess if you, you could certainly, well, yeah. back in our day, we could listen to CDs that are educational too. So, but it's definitely, it's definitely an escape. And, uh, you know, we do it, whether it's you know, a TV show or, you know, chocolate or food or beer or whatever that advice may be. It's an escape from reality. And, and I think that's, in, in, I mean, I've True. dealt with this. I've dealt with this where I, I, I didn't want to listen and, and have to deal with those demons and those challenges and those hard thoughts or those hard questions that I should be asking myself and answering as well. So I would revert to something that would be, you know, that book of Novocaine, something to numb the pain, if you will. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's great. Uh, the introvert versus the extrovert. Right. And that's interesting. That's interesting. We're mentioning this because, you know, I, I remember I asked you about that one question. What makes you come alive? And uh, I've asked a handful of people, more than a handful of people, that question, I actually asked somebody about it yesterday, that question yesterday. And everything leads back to uh, connection. You know, everybody I've asked that question to, and it's not a ton of people, we'll say a dozen. It, what makes most, yeah. what makes the people that I've <laughs> asked, I surveyed, if you will, what makes them, come alive is is that being with and that connecting with with other people and it's it's usually friends and family and loved ones but that's interesting because they're if you ask it an, an introvert that question it'd be interesting i don't know if anybody i've asked that question to was an introvert but i wonder what if their if yeah. their answer would be the connection with other people friends and loved ones does that necessarily make them an introvert though you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's on how you perceive yourself and others may have a different opinion on, you know, what that answer is, you know, but it's, it's weird because I would say, you know, my family, loved ones is what makes me come alive. But like second <laughs> on that list would be total solitude mm -hmm. in the yeah. woods. So like one one extreme to another, which is kind of how I have been known to do things is one extreme to another. But yeah, it's either it's all or nothing. Like I'm all in with everybody around me or like shut her down and I'm good. Give me that time, come back out and then, you know, game on. So it's, what do you, what, how would you view yourself? I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm, I both to a degree, uh, I think I'm a little bit more extrovert, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe less so now than years ago. I mean, I always used to be, wanted to be the life of the party and have all the attention on me. Uh, and, yeah. and I think I'm much less that now, but I don't know if that necessarily classifies you as introvert, extrovert, but I definitely love my time out in the mountains 
by myself. Most of the training that I do, well, actually, as I'm talking through this, most of the training that I do, as you know, is usually 95% by myself, right? And yeah, I do enjoy that time. I do enjoy that solitude. But how often am I out on that trail where I'm like, oh, it'd be awesome to have Brian with me right now or awesome to be with Robin and the girls on this hike or something like that. Um, yeah, like sharing a view or, or moment. Yeah, everything's you know. better when it's shared, you know what I'm saying? And, and so that's an interesting question. But there's there's also times where I like to go to, well, when we were able to go to social functions, go to a social function and and mingle with people and talk to people. But there's also times where I'm, I'm going to like a networking event or something to that nature. I'm like, I really don't want to deal with anybody right now. I want to be, I want to be locked in a room. (laughs) But, and then, then, you know, there's times where I've been out traveling and I'd go to a restaurant and I'd sit at the bar, I have a beer and watch a baseball game and I'd have my head down and I don't want anybody to talk to me. I just want to sit there, have my meal, have a beer, watch the game and be done. But then there's other experiences and they're actually some of the most fulfilling and joyful experiences that I've had is where I'd be sitting at a bar or a restaurant and I'd start engaging in a conversation with this complete stranger next to me. And it would be one of the best conversations I've had with a complete stranger or human being in my life. I mean, it's just, we've learned so much. We've helped each, I mean, it's just, it's just fulfilling and, and, and satisfying. So, you know, I, I think I'm a little bit of both or maybe I'm a lot of both. Uh, that's how I think I would, I would view myself. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely would say the same thing about, about that with you, but yeah, it's cause you get work done kind of on the solo adventures and coming back and, you know, tapping back into, to the family and friends and everything around. But I think they complement both sides can complement each other. Well, um, I think it's tricky if you're just one side or the other kind of moving through life and that that's just my opinion but you know because there's there's some people that you know there can be an anxiety you know and stuff stuff like that that you know put them in a crowded room and you know it's shut down mode or put put them out on a open trail and you know same thing you know same reaction so i think it's everything's everything's good moderation including moderation Mm -hmm. with that but yeah, there's, I mean, looking back on just my time in Yosemite, um, cause I, every other week I would do all these backcountry solo, um, patrol trips. So it'd be 30 to 40 miles at a time, just deep, deep into this backcountry. And there were so many, you know, I, I had a crappy little camera and, you know, I was almost more pissed when I get the pictures back because I'm like, oh, that's this picture sucks. I was like, it was nothing like this, but I have all these different experiences and moments and like nobody to, to share that with. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's just a personal reflection from here and, you know, it makes for cool stories and stuff of, you know, just doing 20 miles a day and then putting your, your thermarest out on a granite slab and sleeping under the stars. There's, there's certain moments like that. I think that have, help create the person I am, you know, so it's hard to say with, you know, if somebody was there, would that have diluted or, you know, it definitely would have changed that whole experience rather than being like completely gone way, way out there with just, you know, nobody around me and having those moments. But at the same time, looking back, it's like, man, I wish somebody could have seen what I was. Yeah. That's, that's interesting, man, because it kind of circles that kind of, complete turn or uh, full circle here because that 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 luck that luck perspective right say say you're out there and you have this yeah incredible wonderful experience by yourself under the stars uh and you have you, you, there's a couple of sides but you could have that one that one person with you that accentuates and enhance that experience or you could have that other person that you know uh that completely destroys that experience yeah, you know totally uh, so that's i mean that's <laughs> that's kind of interesting and so so sitting there you know going through that moment you know is it 
is it worth the is it worth the risk to have to have somebody with you that will accentuate it and enhance it or are you more afraid that oh if i ask this person to come with me this person could just it depends on the person it depends on actually both people uh it depends on the experience it depends on the day too right it depends upon where you're at where that person is it's your life it's really i mean we could um we could unpeel this forever i mean it's really an interesting it's really an oh interesting yeah conversation yeah i mean well even even the the simple fact of like today you know and even you know bringing it back to like oh you know dogs are just pets so when you lose them you know it's it's not as you know big of a deal let's say but for me, like today with Timber was just all, well, all day, every day at this point now, it's just me and her, but, you know, it was just me, Timber and a chainsaw and just skiing through the trails, cutting up all the trees that have blown down with all this weather we've had, you know, and I was like content, totally content throughout the whole day. And not one point did I say, oh, I wish somebody else was here to really help me out. Like we just went, we did our own thing. We stopped at every tree, you know, de-rigged with the saw and everything and came back to the truck. And that was perfect for me, but day in and day out, you know, even when chassis was alive, you take that afternoon and multiply it by, I mean, she was out with me every day for 10 to 12 years. So that becomes more of just a dog that you come home to, it's wagging its tail. It was like part of mm-hmm. just my world. So, you know, but that's, you know, that's all I need, really. I'm like talking this out. I'm like, oh my God. No, no, dude. That's all, I think it's awesome. <laughs> just, go, just, going into, just going into the woods with a dog and a saw. <laughs> like, that's all you need. Well, that but, goes to the minimal. That know, goes to minimalism, right? Think, because yeah, I mean, there's another topic that 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 some point we'll get to is what's enough, and you know, at that point, yeah, you know that that is enough. Oh, sure, I mean, yeah. that gives you that level. I, mean, I and I know there's obviously other things, but you know, it doesn't it doesn't take much more than that. Um, you know, I think, and I think the older that I, I don't know if that's actually true for everybody, but I think I know for for me and you, the older that we're getting. Uh, the less and less we need, you know, externally, you know, it's family, it's, it's, it's that those things that are important to us and what we view as important is spending the day in the snow, skiing around, sawing, uh, sawing trees down with the dog, you know, that's, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. And I think yeah. that's fantastic. I think, I think, I think you'd be surprised that people would trade that day for their day in a heartbeat. And, and and I'm not talking about I'm talking about people that are sitting in a uh, behind a, ma- a mahogany desk having to deal with the bullshit that they have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's it's the little things, and it's hard, the hard part right now is just raising kids and trying to show them. I think mm-hmm. at their stage of life, you know these these values and everything that's. That's definitely well, a crux. I mean, <laughs> so. there, is that is that so dissimilar than what our parents were trying to um, implore on us when we were kids? That you know, hey, listen, you really do have it pretty well right now, being 13, 14, 15 years old. Wait till you get you know the whole. Wait till you get the house and the mortgage and the job and the responsibilities. Blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You we think you got it bad now? I'll trade. I'll trade my life with you <laughs> yeah, any day. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, that's 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 always going to be the challenge. Because even well, to this point now, it's you know when I talk to my parents, they're reflecting back to when I was twelve and my points. You know how I was viewing things. So it's like, yeah, I know, I know. So it's it's very very similar views at that age, but you know yeah, you got to try yeah. it at least. I mean, and, and I think, well, I think now I I think kids are they're exposed to obviously so much more than we were exposed to. Uh, some in a good way, some in a bad way, obviously. 
but you know, I don't know if this, yeah. I don't know if this is accurate. I think it might be. I think kids are smarter uh, just because of the access that, to data and information that they have these days. You know, if they, if they question anything, and I think us as adults do it too. It's not just kids, but we question anything. We go on the Google, go on the World Wide Web. Let's see if it's true. And of course, if you see it on the internet, it's one hundred percent true. It's got to be. It's got to be true. No, no, no. I'm not going to read the book true, that, yeah. that was written specifically <laughs> for this topic. I'm going to Google. They'll know. <laughs> Encyclopedia yeah. Britannica. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, to flip through pages before, there's, there's, uh, I showed, I introduced Cindy to uh, let me Google that for uh, you. Have you ever seen that website? They break it down to the abbreviations, but it's pretty much like if you Google, let me, let me Google that for you, it comes up with the Google search engine. So if somebody's, and she's dealing with high schoolers right now, and, you know, they're coming, you know, with their issues or problems or whatever about, finding applications so i showed her let me google that for you so pretty much it's just absolutely the google machine <laughs> so because everybody's got a computer in their pocket now so you know if, if you're asking questions or needing somebody to walk you through something that you technically can do in a shorter amount of time than creating an email you, to see, all you gotta to do is hit a button on your phone and ask that little little <laughs> siri person what's up yeah siri yeah exactly exactly crazy man weird times we, weird we, times we came in topicless and we still got it uh, just about an hour in we we got an hour in that was that was good that was fun i like that one man perfect yeah oh that's what when we were texting i was like oh this could be yeah. this could be fun <laughs> it was a little it was topicless it went a little deeper than typical, but I think I think we covered a, a good uh, variety of topics. I uh, had a little fun with it, and you know, hopefully, some folks got uh, got a got a nugget. Or... Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you know, if you got an hour commute, I know Kevin, uh, my brother Kevin and Chris have both been listening in, so I hope that helped with their commuter. Or stump grinding on the tree service work. So I did. You're I welcome, forgot boys. to tell you, I did get, I get, did get three <laughs> notes last week. Uh, I think a text or two, or a Facebook message or two, or something like that. Uh, just, just uh, letting letting us know that they they tune in uh, and they appreciate some of the content we're putting out. They enjoy it. Uh, they enjoy it either from from a oh, laugh awesome. perspective or a goofy perspective or, or, you know, something that we've actually provided some value to them from a, from a growth perspective. So I was really appreciative of getting that. So I wanted to share that with you too. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. We should um, try a Q and a, put it out there to get a bunch of questions sometime and try to plow through some of those. I think that'd be fun to interact with with uh, some audience yeah, maybe, members out yeah, there. Yeah, we, so. we appreciate, appreciate that. everybody maybe we could listening. do like a Facebook Live Q&A or something like we could promote it and, and see if people could, yeah, see if oh, people yeah, could Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about uh, that. J jump in on it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Um, on that note, though, I think we need to just thank our sponsor, too. We we haven't been doing a good job of bringing, bringing our sponsor in during the, the episodes here, so... Um, they're, they're making a, a bigger name on social media these days. So um, wanted to say thanks for, for time on the trails based out of uh, Phoenix, Arizona down there. So um, much appreciated. Really, really close <laughs> too. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, go, uh, go like them, follow them. Um, great, uh, great pictures right now of the local Phoenix area. So I'm uh, I'm jealous of all those dirt trails right now that I'm seeing on on the social media networks from them. So well, I'll make muchas gracias. I'll make sure I, I pass that <laughs> along to the principals of that organization. Uh, in, in my, I, I think I have a meeting with them coming up in a few short minutes. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, for those of you that's send send uh, my love, send my love. It's to a them. little side thing <laughs> we're doing down here in Phoenix. 
So uh, go check us out on, on the website and social media, just time on the trails. But uh, yeah, thanks for the plug there, Brian. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun. It's been fun just kind of playing with it. So <clears throat> who knows where, where it goes, Good. but I like yeah. how we're tying it in to ultra dad, the podcast and everything like that. So we should have some fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. We got all, we got all sorts of options for you folks out there. So if, you, if, you, if, we're, if we're not meeting a need right now, then uh, shoot us a text and let us know what you need. And I'm sure we can absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Good, good session. Have a good, uh, have a good rest of your yeah, week. Yeah, it was and, fun. Uh, of course, give the, give the family our love. Yep. You do the same and uh, take care everybody out there. Be safe and uh, much love. Take care folks. Love you guys. Be safe. All right. Peace Bye-bye. out.